0: Seven twenty WGN. I told you that we would be talking about Alzheimer's and different ways you can find out information. One is we're going to have a wealth of information right now with uh, Olivia Montango, the vice president of programs for the Alzheimer's Association Illinois chapter, and Dr. Canchetta Forchetti. Do it. Did I get those names right? yes you did how are you My last name is Matongo Matongo yes (laughs) how are you Olivia I'm well thanks how are you doing great I have to commend the Alzheimer's Association on the walk they did here in Chicago it was so well put together well attended and just spectacular
1: yes it was Um, they were about 3,300 people in attendance We raised about $1.2 million. It was just terrific. It was amazing. We really appreciate the
0: support of everybody that was involved and everybody that came out. It was absolutely wonderful. And what is uh, ALZ's role in research? Because that's where some of that money goes, right? It is. So, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the Alzheimer's Association
1: is the largest nonprofit funder of Alzheimer's and dementia research. Um, you know, we're really committed to accelerating the global effort to eliminate Alzheimer's and all other dementia. Currently, we are investing over 300 million in over 900 projects in 48 countries. Our commitment is so critical to addressing this growing global health problem of Alzheimer's and other dementias. And so what that really means is, Somebody, somewhere, at every moment of the day is doing Alzheimer's and dementia research, and that's really all thanks
0: to the Alzheimer's Association. Dr. Forcetti is the medical director, Memory Disorder Clinic and Clinical Research. What kind of research are you working on, Doctor? Um, mostly I do pharmacological research with uh, medication
2: that have the goal to fight the progression of Alzheimer's disease or even to stop it if possible. And I've been doing clinical research for over 30 years now. Mostly uh, my research has been funded by pharmaceutical company, but that research that brings to the development of new medication uh, stands on the shoulder of basic research, which is mostly funded by other venues such as the NIH or the Alzheimer Association. So even though I don't receive funds from the Alzheimer's Association, The research I do is definitely connected with that basic science that is supported by the Alzheimer's Association.
0: Well, the fact that you are on the phone and talking about it means you support that organization, and we applaud you for the work you do because this disease devastates so many families. Tell us about the clinical trial for the new FDA-approved drugs.
2: So I've been doing this trial for the last 10 years, so this is not new. And uh, all these trials, I need a little two-minute preamble. They are based on the concept that there is a protein called amyloid that is uh, misfolded and deposits in between brain cells and uh, triggers a cascade which brings to other situations like inflammation or uh, misfolding of another protein called the how inside the brain cells and ultimately at the end of this cascade is a brain cells death so even though amyloid is not primarily involved in the actual death of brain cells it does begin this cascade of phenomena And therefore, we consider this protein to be a trigger of this cascade. Now, this hypothesis has been around for a number of decades, but only in the last 10 years, uh, there have been medication that were developed with the intent of remove the amyloid from the brain. And um, these medications are antibody. So, antibodies were created in the lab. Uh, They were humanized, meaning they were made very similar to the one that our immune system made, and they were directed specifically toward amyloid. These antibodies are injected the veins, so they are IV, hmm. uh, similar to chemo, basically, and um, they are injected either once a month or twice a month, and then the amyloid is uh, documented, the presence of amyloid in the brain is documented by doing PET scan, so patients are chosen very carefully, uh, they have to meet uh, certain criteria, but mostly we need to prove that they have amyloid in their brain. Then patients receive these drugs for a period of two or more years. In fact, one trial with Biogen I had patients who received this uh, drug for six years Mm. and at the end of these trials has been shown that amyloid is removed. Usually after a couple of years amyloid is not present any longer but amyloid is not the only thing that we are following in this patient. We are following their cognitive functions, memory, um, executive function, attention, language, uh, all cognitive function. And uh, in these trials, patients received cognitive testing every so often, and what has been shown is that the patients who were given these antibody did not progress as fast as patients who received the placebo.
0: Now, that gives so uh, much hope. That gives so much hope. I know there's still work to be done, but that offers hope to so many people who are fighting this disease. And, and Olivia, is that the type of thing that you're going to be talking about at the symposium? Absolutely. You know, it's
1: in November. It's a way for us to honor caregivers. So we always host the symposium. This is um, our sixth year hosting it. So We're inviting everybody to come to learn about the new therapies that are available, to understand the target audience for those therapies. So everyone, um, patients, family, friends, healthcare professionals, will all really get to learn about these drugs and how they're really giving people more time to be independent, more time with family, friends, and truthfully, more time to do the things that they find important the things that they love. So these are the types of things that we'll be discussing. It's just great information to get out
0: to everyone. People need to know. And one of our texters just said, "Will they be discussing MCI. That's mild cognitive impairment, correct? Correct. Yes, they will be. We will be. And you will invite people who have been diagnosed with early dementia or MCI to attend the symposium as well? Yes, they're part of the audience. Um, We would love for them to be there. You know, the
1: information that we'll be sharing is also targeted for them. Because they're in their early stages, they might be able to take advantage of some of these therapies. So they need to understand what to do, you know, how to go about looking into this. So they need to be there in order to receive the information.
0: And tell everybody how they can get registered or find out more about the symposium
1: org forward slash Illinois. You go there right now. The first thing that you'll come across is the registration page. Click on it, register, come, it's free.
0: Thank you both so much. I look forward to continuing this conversation in the future and talking more about uh, the breaking research. And thank you, Dr. Forchetti, 10 years of your life focused on this particular research, and we appreciate what you're doing.
2: You're welcome, and thank you for having us to talk about it.
0: Absolutely. You give hope to people. ALZ.org. You should attend the symposium. You'll find all the details there. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.